This is Jade. This is Carly. And this is Mommy's Tell All. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Mommy's Tell All. It's a special podcast, I would say. My husband, Tanner, is in the house. Daddies tell all. Daddies tell all. Uh, we're, what is that? St- bored in the house and we're in the house bored. Yeah, we're in the midst of quarantine. We've been in the house for what? Five weeks? Five weeks, yeah. Maybe more? Yeah, I think I've, I've gone to the grocery store twice and that's the only thing we've done. So, yeah. We went for a walk yesterday. Yeah. A long walk. Yeah, I've gone on a few walks. Got which, some which food helps. to go. But yeah, we're, you know, if Jade and I didn't know each other well before, we're really getting to know each other well now. It's not that different for us. No. Like some people out there who like, especially couples who both work outside of the house and now they're home. 24 seven. That's gotta be a culture shock for a lot of people. Yeah. Tanner and I both work from home. So we, we spend like a lot of time together. We spend 24 seven together. So we're kind of used to this lifestyle, I feel, but. But if, if we weren't, I, I don't know, this quarantine would either make our marriage way stronger or make us hate, hate each other. I'm not sure. Well, I think it's fair to say like there's points where we've probably driven each other crazy, but that's normal. You've driven me crazy more than other way around, right? No, but no, for us, it's not that different. But also it is different in the fact that I've seen in our Facebook group, moms talking about, I don't know how stay at home moms do it because like they're going crazy with their kids, but this isn't normal. Like normally you can take your kids out and do things and right. you Even can if break it's just going to the park or the zoo or anything. Yeah, exactly. You can break up the monotony and this is pretty monotonous. monotonous. Yeah. You, I think the biggest thing people are going to realize is like how thankful they are for like their teachers and daycare. I mean, obviously our kids aren't at the age yet, so it doesn't really affect us. Like we said, but think of all the families out there that might have three, four kids that are all in school at this time. And then now all of a sudden they're home all day trying to juggle it all and possibly work from home if their job's working remotely. I mean, that's got to be a rough quarantine for them. I think that's the hardest part. I got to agree that like working from home, because we do work from home is juggling working while parenting that's the hardest but like we used to go to the gym and we would get daycare at the gym that was kind of our break now we don't have that but right for us really we've been lucky that it hasn't changed too much our schedule yeah i feel like teachers are going to get a raise somehow out of this i wish that's definitely not going to happen they need it yeah for sure i think everyone's definitely going to appreciate more than ever what teachers do, but our government, you know, there's no way that's unfortunately, but what would you say Tanner is a way that you are, although we're very privileged and we're very thankful for everything we have. Like often I feel guilty about like, we're lucky. We're very lucky that we have our house and we have everything we need and our children are healthy and we're healthy and everyone we love is healthy but also it's definitely valid to still have your feelings and whatever yeah, you're sure. feeling with regards to this pandemic and everything going on and surviving whatever you're surviving. But how would you say you are, what's helping your mental health? Like, are you doing anything to help your mental health right um, now? You know, I feel like I'm less affected than you. I feel like you've had a little bit harder time just dealing with everything that's going on in the world than me. 
Um, I don't know. I just play video games every night, and that helps me. That, that's like my checkout time. The kids go to bed at 8 p.m. I joked with Jade that, I, that that's when I time out. That's when I clock out of work, and then I just go play video games for a few hours and talk to my buddies, and I just kind of forget that the world is different. Um, that's like your socialization. Yeah, it's like yeah. more socialization because you can't see people in person, but you can still, you know, I talk to all my friends on the headset and just kind of forget that, A, a pandemic's happening, you know, forget that I can't leave the house because it just feels normal to me. So, like, I, I just try to do as much normal stuff as possible. Um, I, try not, I try not to stress about all the crazy stuff about what's going on in the world, even though it's super scary for so many people and that that's, you know, it's a little scary wondering what the world's going to be like after this. Um, I just don't, I try not to think of it. I think we've done a good job of turning off the news lately. When everything started happening, we had the news on 24 seven. I think our stress levels were up higher and I feel like you and I have, I mean, I still pay attention every day, but I feel like we are like just leaving the TV on and just seeing the news constantly. Yeah. Watching too much news will ruin you for yeah. sure. I mean, it's good to stay informed and know what's happening and everything, but I feel like that, has, I think that's helped us. But I don't even think we knew we were like naturally like slowing down and watching the news. It just sort of happened. Yeah, we're not news watchers, but when something like this happens, you're just so curious. Well, you know, yeah. It's, it's such a, obviously, a once-in-a-lifetime weird deal that we were just curious what was going on. But I think it's healthy to disconnect from that and try to just keep yourself busy with some sort of hobby. Um, and for me, that's as silly as it sounds and as childish as it sounds. It's video games, but it keeps me moving. What about you? Yeah, you're funny. Um, I don't, I honestly, which is really lame, but like every night before we put the kids to bed, I just ask you to watch them for a little bit so I can shower and that shower. Sh- showering is how Jade keeps sa- saying. It is. <laughs> That's a sad moment in no, life it's when, not. when it's showering am- is your one happy moment. It's amazing <laughs> because I go upstairs and for once my showers aren't interrupted I turn the water on really hot and I listen to music and I just try to be, it sounds stupid, but I try to be like really present. I like try to feel like how the water feels and I try to like take deep breaths and I just make sure like, you know, I just like take care of myself. It's actually, and then I get out of the shower and I feel really, really relaxed and ready for bed. But so taking moments for self care. Yeah. They're in the quarantine. Yeah. Okay. But it's crazy because how this uh, quarantine situation, the stay at home orders are different for so many states because every time I talk to my dad, they're at Menards. And I'm like, how are you even at Menards right now? How is that open? But it's just so different everywhere. So California is one of the more stricter states with, with their stay at home orders, I feel. So that's kind of like why I feel like our life has been changed for a while right yeah it's, we were one of the first states to kind of take effect in this so it is starting to feel super long it's been over a month since i've watched any sports on tv and it's killing me um our kids are so young they don't even know what's going on but how do you think it's affecting other kids you know obviously this is a mommy podcast so everyone listening has kids more than likely um like older kids you know like that are middle school high school age do you think they're freaking out about it do you think they're enjoying the break from home or the break from school? I think it depends because think about like all the seniors who aren't able to have their proms and aren't able to have their graduations and everything that they were looking forward to with their friends. Like hopefully their summers before they go to college aren't ruined and 
So I think that that's probably hard to cope with. Yeah. And just like as a kid, when you're an older kid, like your life becomes less around, less about your family and more about more your social, social circles. Your social life is kind of ruined during your yeah, you know, so junior, like, senior year. It's got to be hard for them. I, I feel like middle school age kids are probably loving it. They're like, you know, it's like one long snow snow day. But you can, unless you're like sneaking out to see your friends. but Yeah, yeah, I guess. But they're probably just playing video games and hanging at home, playing with their siblings. I don't know. I, I feel like there's an age where this is a sweet spot for them, but they don't realize that it's like a scary big thing. And they're just like, no school. So uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. We're, we're not in that stage of life. People yeah. out there, let us know who have children that are older. Yeah, than comment them. in the Facebook group. Let's start a thread, see what, how kids are reacting um. to this. But um, yeah, so we're just hanging out, enjoying quarantine life together, not trying to murder each other. How's that? How are you doing on that? You, you, I got, did you got see, the knives out yet or what? Well, I did see on Facebook and our Facebook group, we've been talking about this group a lot today, but there was this meme that was like, women out there who want to murder your husbands, uh, just poison them. No, one out, no one's out there doing autopsies right now. <laughs> Because the hospitals are overran. Yeah, well, I'm going to sleep in the other room and lock the door. Great. I'm going to only eat uh, takeout. No if food. I make, ma- yeah, if, if I make you soup. Yeah, if Jade starts cooking all of a sudden, I'm know, I'll, I'll know what's coming. That's one thing I haven't done. Like all these people who are doing like Pinterest recipes and stuff. Yeah, we have not no. taken time to do like crafts and recipes and baking um i feel like that's just because we have young kids our kid our time is consumed by just keeping them entertained all day so we order a lot of food mm-hmm. um are you envious this is, this is a question i had so obviously we have kids during a during this quarantine are you envious of your friends that don't have kids yes and no because the kids obviously keep us entertained and they're my joy like they're like my positivity through this but like and they fill the void of the day and i feel like they make it go faster yeah but keep going but like i bought a sewing machine because i wanted to take up sewing and i haven't even touched it yeah it's still in the box yeah for other reasons i've been sick too but um like i would like to just take up a hobby like some people are or things like that or ashley and jared they sleep till noon i'm like what is that like you them I would love, I don't remember the last time I even slept till eight. Yeah. Like all these people, all my friends are like binging these full shows. And I'm like, we're watching some TV, but I can't really turn on an adult show until the kids go to sleep because Emmy freaks out that it's not Peppa Pig on the TV all day. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm, I'm a little jealous of them being able to have this like true free time and but yeah, but what would our life be without our kids? No, well, obviously I love, our, I love our kids. Yeah. Wouldn't, wouldn't change it but there's a part of me that is like huh Mm -hmm. the grass looks pretty green over there yes and no because we get to watch emmy be cute all day but i could be watching ozark all day long uninterrupted that's pretty cute too for a month long though then that's like monotonous true true yeah also i'm just waiting for the us weekly article to come out saying that um, jade's planning to poison her husband with soup since I said that, I'm like, great, there's an article. Uh, <laughs> um, also, let's talk about, since we're talking about projects to do during quarantine, and one that Tanner will probably never finish, is we bought Emmy a playhouse for outside in our yard. And yesterday, Tanner got a whole big accomplishment done by putting the windows in. Hey, that's a start. You know, <laughs> one piece a day. You know, it might take me a year, 
but no, I don't know how people do all these things. It's like Ikea furniture for children. Like there's a thousand pieces. I opened the box and I just wanted to send the box back because it looked too daunting. I have no idea where to start. Maybe she'll be able to enjoy it by the time she's seven years old. We'll see. <laughs> um, but yeah, power to all the crafty people out there. Well, that's like that thing again, like all these people who are doing amazing power to you. I don't know where people get energy. But I'm seeing all these parents who are doing like cardboard challenges where they're making really amazing things out of cardboard boxes for their kids. Like people are making like rocket ships and cafes and all this stuff. And I'm like, how are you having the creativity right now? I, know, I feel what, like I don't have the creativity. Paying attention to social media right now makes me feel just lazy. Maybe I am, but like seeing all these people with all this like motivation and ideas and little projects. And I'm just over here like trying to get through each and every day. Tanner's just counting down the clock to when he can log into NBA 2K. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. We've been watching the Michael Jordan special. That's your sports. That's yeah, your sports they, Yeah, at least the Michael Jordan thing is on. And NFL draft is this week for all your husbands out there. Big weekend for us. Yeah, if you ladies are needing space, just remind them that I'm sure they know because all those sports fanatics out there. Maybe that, that's the thing I miss most during this pandemic is sports. Well, I'm going to go have Tanner run and check on Brooks for a second, but we'll be right back. Okay, guys. Well, I think that's enough pandemic quarantine talk because that's probably something people are tired of hearing about as well. So we are going to do a fun little Q&A that we asked you guys to ask us questions. And Is that what the Q means in Q&A? Yes, it does. Questions. Questions. How are you so smart? Question one. What is it, baby? I'll read it. Do you and Tanner use the restroom in front of each other? Okay, so this was a question. Tanner did a takeover for Ashley's... I don't get a podcast with a bunch of guys from the bachelor. Yep. And that was one of the questions was, do you guys go to the, do you go poop in front of your spouse? And they all said that they don't. I didn't say that. The other guys did. I, that's what I mean. Yeah. I happily poop in front of Jade. Happily. Sure. <laughs> but no, I, I think that it's okay to now. Here's my thing. Here's my one caveat to that. I will poop in front of Jade, but I don't like to wipe in front of Jade. Is that weird? No, because I don't want to see that. Like, because like I feel like the pooping, you can't, you know, maybe you hear a little splish splash in there, (laughs) or maybe a grunt or two, but it's all kind of like hidden underneath. The wipe is a little too. Well, I don't want to see that anyway. But like front and center, yeah. It's not like every time I'm going to the bathroom or you're going to the bathroom, we're just hanging out together. But it's like if I have something I need to tell you and I know you're in the bathroom, I'm not going to just wait. I'll just go to the bathroom and talk to you. Yeah, it doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother me either. But I was in the minority here. I think all three of the other guys, you know, I think it was Ari, Jared, and Ben said they don't do that. And even Jared like, will like hide it from Ashley. He'll like say that he's going to shower and like turn on the water in the shower while he poops just to make it seem like he's not. Like... Isn't that, I hope it's cold water though, because isn't it nasty to poop in a steamy room? Uh, maybe he likes that. I don't know what Jared's into, but, but I don't know. I think that is weirder. Jared, I think you're weirder than that. Like lying to your wife because you're so ashamed of your own poop. I totally get that if you're just starting to date and you're say like pre-quarantine when you're over at a guy's house 
and you needed to go to the bathroom or you're over at a girl's house and you need to go to the bathroom and you're like, oh my God, I don't want to just tell them that I need to relieve myself. So you turn on the water to the sink or something like that, you know, like I get that. But when you're married, like they've been married almost a year now. Yeah, but the way he made it sound seems like he'll never do it. Yeah, some people are like that. But I just thought it was odd that we were um, in the minority. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe we're not. Maybe the, the masses agree. But And they're just like too cool to admit it. I don't know. Like, yeah, but, but like, what's wrong with, what's wrong with, I don't know. Like, if you're just sitting on the toilet, you're just sitting on the toilet to me. It's not weird. So, yeah, in the Tolbert household, pooping's okay. Wiping is not. Like, we both poop with the door open. Maybe that's weird when you say it out loud. Is it? I don't know. <laughs> Next question. The thing is, is I've never pooped alone in the last three years of my life anyways, because also Emmy likes to be in there. So, I mean, when am I alone going to the bathroom? Yeah, what is privacy? What is privacy? Maybe that's the game changer. Once maybe, you have kids. Yeah, maybe once. Nothing is sacred anymore. Pretty much. Yeah, maybe. So uh, we'll, we'll ask Jared again once they have kids and see if that answer changes. That's a sensitive subject for them, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, question number two. Okay, we always get lots of kid questions, but Tanner, what has been the biggest challenge and the greatest joy Going from one kid to two kids. Uh, greatest joy, I'll answer that first because that one's easy to me, is watching them interact. So Brooks is finally old enough now where he is like really starting to like almost interact with Emmy. And they, they you know, it's, it's very early stage play, but they still play together. He laughs at Emmy hysterically. Emmy likes to like make Brooks laugh. And it's really awesome just to watch them start to like like each other and have, interact with each other and have, have a, an actual relationship have, yeah start the starting their relationship so i'm really excited to see you know as they get older when they like truly start to play more together i, I feel like i'll just love that it'll be awesome to watch your kids have fun together so that's that's the coolest part about having two kids um and honestly the hardest part is and from selfishly reasons like i have to do a lot more kid stuff all day like I feel like Jade just naturally gravitated towards doing a lot of the baby stuff with Emmy, and now she's doing the same with with Brooks. But like I'm I'm doing like Emmy stuff all day long. Like I've changed a zillion more diapers now than I did when it was just when it was just Emmy. Um, and you know, as I should, I'm gl- I'm glad that I have to do more because it's making me more immersed in my children's life. But it's hard. I have I have respect for all the stay at home moms and dads out there because. I mean, it is, it is hard work sometimes. I am physically exhausted by the time they go to bed more nights than not. Um, so it's just it's just hard when they when they cry in public. And I we have two kids that are still in the cry stage. Like Emmy can still throw her little tantrums and get you know her toddler herself all up in a mess. And Brooks can cry for no reason. So like I hate when we're like out in public and like both kids are just starting to go ballistic. Like I get anxiety about how other people look at us in public still like, Oh my God, we have to leave. We're like ruining those people's dinner or whatever the case. Um, so I just, I have a short fuse when it comes to like dealing with just the tantrums. And I've totally gotten over that. Yeah. You do a good job with that. You're like, screw it. I don't care what those people think at the other table. Like I'm just trying to get through this dinner. Um, but I like, I've like, I, I want to flee. I want to flee the scene and just get back home. Yeah, because, like, you can't 
control your kids at all times, right? Like you can try to redirect them or distract them or like take them out for a second and let them like catch their breath and stuff when you're in public. Even like on walks though, you like have a hard time if the kids are crying. For me, I just have like learned to just like, I don't know, let it go easier in that aspect. But there's probably other things for me that are harder. Question three. Tips on cutting back screen time during quarantine and balancing working from home. Um, We're not the greatest at this. Like, I will admit that, like, when Tanner and I need to get something done, like, during this quarantine, we put on Peppa the Pig, or which I don't like that show, but Paw Patrol or whatever. What's the other one? Bubble Guppies, like all these shows that Emmy likes to watch. I, I, like, right now, it's kind of like a guilt-free time, I feel like. We're all just trying to get by. And if it's necessary that, like, Tanner and I need to get something done and if we know Emmy's going to be in our hair, we've definitely given her screen time. She does like that educational app, Homer. She does like Homer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we we try to start doing these educational games more than just the TV shows all the time. But we we honestly haven't done a good job of it during the quarantine. Pre-quarantine, we were doing a pretty good job of limiting it. Because you can take her, you know, to the petting zoo or take her to the park and try to fill your day with other things. But like Jade said, there is times where like I have to like do something for work or have to do something just around the house. And it is just way easier to get it done. If you're, if your kid's just happy on the couch for half an hour. So we, we've kind of used the TV as a nanny during this time, but I think it's okay. Like we're all going through this weird quarantine together and, you just need to get through each yeah. day. I was going to say, don't let yourself be too guil- yeah. like feel too guilty about right. that. It's not like this is going to last forever. It's not like you're going to have the TV on 24-7 for the rest of your child's life. As long as, you know, you make a conceited effort as, you know, as things return to a normal to, to fill their time with non-screen related things. Worry about it then. Don't well, worry about it. Now. And I would love to say that like, oh, there's other things that Emmy could do. And she doesn't have siblings that can entertain her yet. You know, like Brooks is like they spend time together, but it's not like they could just He's go. not very inter- entertaining. Right. Yet. They can't go play with each other. So we don't have that aspect where, you know, if siblings who are maybe like three and four, they can p- play together. Like right now, I feel like one thing that has changed with both Emmy and Brooks during this time is even though they don't know what's going on, I feel both of them have been clingier. Don't you agree? Mm-hmm. They both have been really, really wanting, especially me. And so even if I like set up coloring for Emmy and I get all her coloring books out and her crayons and activities, she won't just go do it by herself right now. She wants me to do it with her. So one thing that she will do by herself for a little bit is sit there and watch a show. So it's stuff like that. It's like the alternatives to screen time right now, just like she wants someone to be involved and doing them with her. Yeah, just do whatever keeps you sane right now. Yeah. Agreed. Question four. How do you break up the parental responsibilities? Or is it normal for mom to do 90% of the work? Well, you know, I feel like I like whoever asked this question because I, you know, I like when Jade does 90% of the work. But for us in our, our household, and there's probably no right answer for this, Jade does 90% of Brooks items and I do watch it. Okay. I'll say 60 or 70% (laughs) of Emmys. So Jade still does the lion's share, but I do a larger chunk by far of the Emmy related duties. 
because I just feel when you're more, on when you're on the when clock I, when I'm on the clock yeah eight to eight eight to eight that's our little joke which Jade doesn't think is that funny <laughs> but um for our household I tend to do more toddler stuff Jade does more baby not saying that's right wrong fair that just has seemed to work for us because I feel more able to to handle Emmy and maybe that's a cop out on my part um, I feel like that's, you know, if we had to generalize and be sexist for a moment, I feel like moms out there do a better job with babies than dads. Maybe not all of them, but dads, from what I've gathered from people commenting with me, just have a harder time with newborns. Um, and maybe that's not true. Brooks is not a newborn. Okay, babies, newborns, whatever. I think it's easier to do older kids stuff. So that's what I do. Yeah. Although there are times, like I said, Emmy is really clingy to me right now. And so Tanner will try doing something for her and she'll be like, no, mommy. Yeah, I think Emmy, Emmy can tell that daddy has stepped in and done a lot more with her lately. And I think she misses mommy, um, which probably means we need to split each kid more evenly baby, for their sake. Baby, um, I love you, but you act like I'm not helping with Emmy at all. No, you are 100%. Oh my gosh, I am there 24-7. Right. You're you're doing stuff with both kids all day, and I appreciate it, and I love you. <laughs> I have nothing left to say. <laughs> Anything else I say during this question will probably get me in trouble. No, you're not in trouble, but I just think your perspective is cute. <laughs> question five. Okay, here's a marriage question. How do you cope... Through the hard days of marriage. The hard days of marriage. There's a lot of those, aren't there, baby? I, I mean, everybody has ups and downs and like hard days, hard weeks. And then some weeks fly by and you haven't had an argument, you know, and everything's really easy. It's just the flow of life. That's every relationship. That's not just marriage, you know. Yeah, I think we're still, I mean, every couple is still working through it. Um, there are times where Jade probably wants to tell me to go get a hotel room for the night. And there's times I probably deserve it. But I try to just, even if you have a blow up or have a fight, I try to make nice as quickly as possible. Um, that's something that I try to do even though I'm probably wrong for having to blow up in the first place. If I do have it, I want to try to apologize and not go to bed angry more times than not. Even if my apology is too soon or Jade is still mad at me and doesn't want to talk to me, I still at least want to show her that I love her and apologize as quickly as possible because you're not going to just avoid the blow, you know, the fights and the problems. There's going to be hard times, you know, for, for every relationship. Yeah, whether it's an argument or whether it's a circumstance that you have no control over in your life. Like, it could just be circumstances, too. I think it's just, like, what gets me through is knowing that it's just, like, this too shall pass, you know? Like, you, you know you're going to get through it. So if you can just, like, ride the wave and just know that, like, you can get through it together then you're going to hit that stride again. Like, it's just part of life, <laughs> you know? Like, everything like that. Everything has challenges or everything has struggles. 
And so it's like, if you feel like it's worth it, if you feel like your marriage or your relationship is worth it, then you stick it out and you just like, like you said, like you communicate and you just write it till it's better. I don't know. I think it's kind of like the big picture stuff. Like you and I talk too. like we're in the stage of life where our life revolves constantly around our children and their needs because they're young and they need us. And so it's like we know in like five, six years, things are going to be a lot different and a lot easier. Maybe we can like focus more on ourselves and our marriage too at that point. So it's like you have to kind of think of who you, if you want to do life with somebody. Yeah, you know? think of it as life. You can't think of it as that day, that week, that month. Yeah. It is truly life. And I think that's something I've had to keep in perspective because like during this chapter of our lives, I sometimes do feel like, oh my God, I'm getting no attention. I'm on the back burner. The kids are the full focus, which they should be, but it's still hard to accept that sometimes. Um, but I, Well, I, I mean, I don't want you to feel like you're always on the back burner, but like sometimes like those days that are like that are like I'm not even you know, on, I'm myself on, I'm on my own back burner. Right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You're not putting your own self care at first, but uh, yeah, my, my point was that if you're with someone for a long-term relationship or, you know, hopefully a forever in a marriage, then you need to look at it as a full life, as a forever. You have to not stress about the tough times. You have to think about, oh my God, we're going to get through this stronger. And there's going to be so many easier times ahead. And it's just a chapter. Doesn't mean the whole book's going to be that way. Unless it is. And then. <laughs> and then get out. <laughs> and you, circumstances, you know, everyone's life is very different. But okay, we're going to take one more quick break. But here is another really great product that can help you while you're at home. How do you show Jade empathy when she feels overwhelmed as a mom? Uh, you know, what's empathy? I think that's what Jade would think, I would say, because she often says that I'm not empathetic. So I don't know. I guess that's something I'm still working on. What does empathy mean to you? I don't really know. <laughs> I think it's one of those words that women throw around. No. No. It means like being able to put yourself in someone's shoes and understand what they may be going through or try to understand what they may be going through. And having compassion for them. I've tried to wear your shoes. They don't fit, baby. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, I think, like, we all have our strengths and weaknesses. And at least you're, like, self-aware. Yeah, I'm self-aware, but I'm I'm not empathetic, to be honest. And that's something I need to work on. So whoever asked this question, thanks a lot. But that's my probably my number one weakness. But everyone's personality is different and... I feel like I'm very empathetic, almost too much, and it can, like, affect me, but I feel like that's one thing that attracted me to you is... That I wasn't at all? Kind of, because if I, like, dated somebody else who was just like me, oh my god, we would drown each other. So it's almost like you're something that I needed to kind of... uh, I complete you. No, not no, but like you're like somebody who like anchored me, you know. Even though I do wish that you were a little bit more sensitive and understood, it's also nice sometimes when you don't have it in like other 
like other areas of life when it doesn't come necessarily to my feelings. Fair enough. If that makes sense. Okay. I'm going to ask a couple more and then we'll be done. What, what do you think your family's life will be like in five years since we're kind of talking about that? Yeah, I, I think about this a lot actually. So right now is an awesome time of life. I love, you know, having kids, watching them grow, all that. But I, I really look forward to like our life in five years. Like when I was younger and I thought about like what it was going to be like to be a dad, like I pictured the stage where like I'm coaching soccer and like playing in the pool and like playing games and video games with my kids. Um, like that's what I pictured. Like when I thought of being a dad when I was a younger male, um, I didn't necessarily like, Hey, I can't wait to be a dad and like picture like a screaming baby and changing diapers. Like that's not what came to mind when I thought of fatherhood. Um, even though it fully is and it's just as important, but like the picturesque like white picket fence moment when you're growing up thinking of what it's like to be a mom or dad. I feel like most people probably think about it when their kids, you know, are five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, like that range. Cause I feel like that's like I don't know, probably the most fun. Maybe it's not. Maybe I'm naive and I'm just like thinking it's gonna be when it's gonna have its whole new set of challenges, but it's it's what I'm looking forward to the most. I feel like that's just going to be a really fun age. So like, I, I can't wait to, you know, hopefully coach our kids sports and to take them to like games and, and like theme parks when they're like super excited about it and, and kind of give them advice through their early school days and watch them have friends and like just all those little mini human activities that I, I can't wait to shape and mold our children with. Um, I just think it'll be really fun. So like, I hope I'm not disappointed and I hope it's as fun as I think it's going to be, but I'm, I'm pretty pumped for our life in five years. So in five years, Emmy will be almost eight. Yeah. And I think it's like, how fun will it be to like travel with your kids at that age? And like, they can actually like enjoy things a little bit more than they enjoy them now. I'm, I'm, I'm just pretty excited. I know I'll pr- I'm probably setting myself up for fail- failure and it's probably going to be hard in its own way, but in my mind, it's going to be awesome. <laughs> it's all I- idealistic. Yep. Um, what are you going to do when Emmy comes home and she's like, I, and she's eight and she has like a little eight year old boyfriend. I have a boyfriend at school. I mean, as much as I hate it, I, I don't want to make her feel ashamed or embarrassed. Yeah. I feel like my parents honestly are like, Ooh, you Tanner, you could like this girl. And I, I like, it made me like want to hide that from them. Yeah. I, so like, I don't want to make them feel like bashful about it. So what are you going to say? Oh, what's his name? I don't know. I'll probably make fun of her and she'll hate me for it, but <laughs> we'll see. What if she says they're like holding hands at school? Like what do little kids do? I don't even know. What do kids do these days? I feel like kids are so like scary because I don't want to know. Life is more advanced than we were when we were kids. Like when I was eight years old, I was running around the playground getting like s- scrapes on my knees. I don't know. Like, Yeah, I don't want to know the answer to that. Next question. Okay, this is a nice one that we'll end on because I want to hear this. Um, what have you grown to love about one another? Oh, God, Jade. Every time I get on these podcasts, she makes me answer these mushy questions. I know. She, it's like this is how I get some validation. I know. She like <laughs> put you on the spot. I feel like Jade asked this question herself. I did not. No, you want Instagram. Colleen did. There's a lady. Hi, Colleen. Thanks a lot. Colleen. What was the question again? Hey, you should you should be happy to answer this. 
What have you grown to love about one another? I'll answer it too. All right, so you, it's an, like, you answer first then. No, I want to hear yours first. <sighs> what have I grown to love about Jade the most? I feel like Jade is way stronger of a person than I gave her credit for early on. Like, I, obviously, I always thought Jade was like sweet and loving and beautiful and all those great things were like when we met and engaged and, you know, first married. But like, she's a lot stronger than I thought she was, maybe even stronger than me, even though I like to act like I'm the stronger person. But she keeps our family moving, going together. And it's something that I love her for. And I think she's amazing for. And I know I couldn't do it without her. See, we never talk about these things, and now I actually am getting teary eyed. Jade's crying. I over know. There, I cry on this podcast a lot, so people know. <laughs> That's very nice, though. Thank you. That's nice to hear those things. This is something that you guys can take home to your uh, spouses, too, or your partners. Force your husbands to answer these questions. Yes. I think it's good, too. I think it's good to kind of, I know as corny as it is, to talk about things that are vulnerable. Don't you think so? Yes. <laughs> Tanner's over there like, oh, God. Um, one thing, let me see. Something that I've grown to love about you is I think like something that, you know, when you marry somebody, you hope that they have this quality is, but I guess that, like this is something that we both wanted when we met was we both wanted a family. And as much as I do harp on you sometimes you are a really great family man you're crying again Ugh. that's sweet <laughs> i love you baby i love you too and i just feel like now this is like therapy <laughs> i feel like i don't give you enough credit sometimes and you've done really great during this quarantine to step up, like you said, and, uh, now I'm even getting teary eyed watching you. I guess it's just been like fun watching you be a dad to Emmy. And then now that like Brooks is getting older and you are connecting more with him, it's fun to watch you like, um, because he loves you to watch that relationship grow too. So, um, I don't know. I feel like very appreciative, even though like we are home with them so much and we're fortunate you get to spend time with them. It's nice to watch how as hard as it is sometimes you do put all that effort into our family. Thanks, baby. Love you. <laughs> I love you too. I always cry on this podcast. <laughs> but yeah, so that's all of our questions now that i'm just over here that's it folks jade needs to go get some kleenex yeah but um but stay safe out there yeah stay safe i hope you all are hanging in there yeah hang I in hope. there we love we love all of you and it will all be back to uh, some sort of normal soon we think about you guys more than you know like we think about everybody who may have somebody who's been sick or if you know your job circumstances have changed and everything like I think about you guys a lot so Just keep focusing on the future and your family and we'll all get through this we'll all get through this together and 
out on the other side, like we were saying. So, but thank you guys for tuning in and we will see you next week. Later, mommies. Bye. From the Westwood One Podcast Network. 